0: so start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
1: Fantex line brought to you by Edgar Snyder & Associates, personal injury law firm. Well, they always say they're never there's never a fee unless we get money for you. Oh! Uh, At any rate, we've got uh, our good friend uh, Dan Kangursky uh, from Pittsburgh Hockey now with us, and it's been such a long time. Uh, I almost forgot what publication you work for. It's been such a long time. How are you doing, sir? I'm doing well, Paul. You didn't know my first
2: name, or actually my real name for the first couple years either, so it's all good.
1: Right. Uh, I still, I, I, I actually still, you know, preferred Bud Moonshine. I thought that was a really clever name, but of course... (laughs) <laughs> you've you have you've grown up and grown out of the uh, Bud Moonshine phase of your life, so we will continue to call you Dan Kinkurski, Pittsburgh Hockey Now. Sounds like a plan. Uh, uh, the Penguins obviously still trailing a little bit in the uh, playoff standings, but they have shown a little bit of life here. They've won three in a row, five of the last six. Uh, are we starting to see them play better hockey? Is this is this a sign that they might have? Uh, sort of found a formula that they can win with the rest of the year? Well, I think you just used the the correct
2: uh, phrase there, found the right formula. I don't know that they're playing the hockey that they envisioned themselves to be playing when they start winning games. I think in their head they're still maybe, they they fancy themselves a fast, sort of high-flying, heavy four-check team that just outskates you until you quit. That's not how they've been winning games, Paul. They've won a few ugly games. They've won a few games, and they didn't play their best. And they've, they've really done it with just sort of a, a grittiness, playing really hard in the defensive zone, surrounding their net with bodies, getting some really good goaltending, and getting timely goals. One night, it's Crosby and Malkin who put the puck in the net. The next night, we're seeing Nolachari Lars Eller, Jansen Harkins and these guys, you know, hit the score sheet. So I I I like what they're doing lately. It's far more playoff hockey. And, and yeah, I think they are finding that
1: formula. Yeah, uh, and I think it it's interesting they've gotten uh, for the most part that part they've gotten pretty good goaltending. Uh it's been a it's been, you know, kind of interesting watching this team as uh, they struggled early and when they were losing games and stuff, it was sort of like well, let's see if what we, let's see what we're doing here. Okay, this is the opposite. They're actually they're not they're they they're struggling to score, but they're actually playing good defense and they have good goaltending. It's almost completely different. Yeah, who are these Penguins, right? I think the forwards
2: realized, and I think the team has you know kind of in mass realized. The blue line is still a work in progress. Eric Carlson and Ryan Graves can be. An adventure, shall we? We say, and as you know, as good as Marcus Pedersen and Crystal Tang are, you know, the third pairing as well is is maybe a little vanilla at times, or they're not going to help you score. So, the team defensive concept has really kicked in, uh, especially, and maybe they won't admit it, but things really turned after they got just embarrassed up in Toronto on December 16th, I think they all began to realize we have to do something different. We have to do something better, something more. And, and, and yeah, the goaltending has been great, but the defense, the defensive concept has been infinitely better. You don't see the second shots. You don't see guys getting good rips uncontested too often anyway, from 10 feet away.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think that's the key is, is you're seeing some really good things out of the, out of them, you know, on so many fronts. Um, and so now you just got to kind of try and figure it out uh, how to put it all together. Uh, they, they still have a little bit of work to do when it comes to the playoffs. But, I mean, this looks to me like a team that probably is trending in the right direction and is going to get all the way to where they need to get to. There was some discussion that, well, you know, if things don't go well, Cal Dubas – could uh, could potentially uh, break this team up or whatever. That's probably not going to happen, is it? Um,
2: <laughs> get back to me in two or three weeks. I mean, as we've seen this team fill the vacuum of a winning streak with a losing streak. And if they do that, they're right back where they were two weeks ago and six or eight points out, but with less time to recover. So they have to build – on this little recent stretch. They're not out of the woods by any means yet.
1: Yeah. So uh, I would tell you, I, I would tell you that uh, they, they, but, but, but it looks like they have a pretty good, uh, um, they, they, it seems like they've got a pretty good trend right now. Yeah. You know, and some of the teams that are right above them, probably coming back to them a little bit. I mean, they're only one point out, it looks like. So they, they should have an opportunity to do some good things, but, uh you know, for a while there, people were talking about Cal Dubas maybe to, to pulling this team apart. Could you have seen that scenario? Boy, it
2: was, it was tough to imagine. I, I'm not going to lie. As much as it makes sense on paper, emotionally speaking, I don't think they could imagine it, and I certainly had a, a difficult time. I mean, look, maybe Eric Carlson gets traded because he came here to win so, you know, if they do face plants and don't catch everybody, uh, I could see that happening. Maybe if Evgeny Malkin says, okay, you know, if you guys need to rebuild, or Chris Letang says, yeah, if you need to rebuild, I'm, I'm your Huckleberry. And, and they go that route. But, Paul, speaking of teams coming back to them in the playoff race, they're, you know, they're percentage points behind Washington. And Washington's goal differential is negative 18. They're right there now with the Islanders, I think, a few points back. And the Islanders' goal differential is negative 9. They're right there with the Devils, too. Uh, And the Devils have a negative goal differential. The Penguins are positive 14, which really does tell you if there's one team that is on the rise in the standings, it would be the Penguins. And statistically, if you're going to watch for teams to fall, all of those teams ahead of the Penguins are ripe for the picking.
1: Yeah, uh, for instance, uh, yeah, For for absolutely. I, I've always said uh, goal differential, run differential, point differential. It's not a perfect stat, but it usually tells, um, uh, you, you know, it usually tells at least a little bit of the story, right? Yeah, I mean, if you're losing games five and
2: six to one and then winning three to two, yeah, that that does tell that, you know, a lot of nights you're not in the game or maybe you're beating some soft opponents or, or whatnot. Yeah, you're right. It's not perfect, but it certainly does offer a pretty good indication because teams with that red number in the, the stat column don't
0: usually make the playoffs. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make
2: ordering from your couch easy.
3: Get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: We've seen, uh, uh, I don't want to say resurgence cause he's not really gone anywhere, but by all accounts, Sidney Crosby's playing some of the best hockey he's played in his career, you know, in, in a in a, while, in a couple of years, if not his entire career, he's played at an unbelievable level. An MVP level. I mean, Dan, how do you explain it? I mean, obviously he's he's Sidney Crosby, so they've, that that's one explanation. But how do you explain a guy at his age, this many years into his uh, into his uh, career, that he is actually doing what he's doing? Because he
2: figures out on a year to year, on a game to game basis, what he needs to do to be successful for his team, and it's really no more complicated than that. If he needs to go in the corners and grind and bang away, you'll see him do that. If he needs to really take it to the defense and try to play on the rush and, and you know, uh, be aggressive in the neutral zone to create opportunities, you'll see him do that. The greatness of Sidney Crosby is that he can do all of that still at 36, but whatever they need, whatever he needs to do, consider it done.
1: Yeah. I mean, he's been he's been really uh, unbelievable. He's hit some, you know, he's had some game winners, he's had some uh incredible uh, goals that he set up. Um it's just amazing at his age that you know, we're still watching a guy who is clearly one of the three or four best players in the league.
2: If Sidney Crosby does not have the kind of season he's having, the Pittsburgh Penguins are already out of this we have already written the post-mortem. We're already tearing this thing apart like a holiday ham. There's just no two ways about it. And if the Penguins do make the playoffs, I, I, I don't know how Sidney Crosby isn't one of the three finalists for the Hart Trophy. I mean, there, there are guys putting up spectacular numbers. Nikita Kucherov is doing it again. Artemi Panarin and these wingers are putting up some great numbers. But it's different when a center does it. It's different when a top center does it because they have to play hard defense as well. And Crosby has done it at both ends of the ice. And extraordinary seems to be an undersell.
1: Um, Yeah, absolutely. I I heard you the other day talking about uh, on on one of the various uh, places that I've I've heard you uh, or (laughs) whatever. I mean, I heard you talking about Eric Carlson. Uh, I thought it was a pretty a uh, pretty good assessment of what he has been and um, some of the good and some of the bad. Uh, give, give me your thoughts on him.
2: Yeah, I, I mean, look, the last few games, Paul last couple of games especially, he's been entirely too generous with the puck. His puck management uh, has been bad. It, it, the turnovers have been not just you know your garden variety turnovers, but your ghastly sort of turnovers that lead to two-on-ones and breakaways and that sort of thing. Uh, I think he's pressing a little bit. But I still feel like Eric Carlson is trying to figure out what puzzle piece he is for this team. I, you know, he, he loves to question things. He loves to, you know, dissect it and pick it apart and, and really get to the nitty-gritty so he can figure it out. And, And I think he's still figuring himself out in the greater context Uh, of, of the penguins. And, you know, until he does, I think we're going to have these ebbs and flows where like last night in consecutive shifts, he just made an unreal pass through the middle to Jake Gensel to, to launch the rush and a couple of offensive chances. And a minute or two later, he gets caught pinching on the wall, makes a terrible pass, basically feeds the Islanders rush for them And they have, uh, you know, what's a two-on-one or a three-on-two, whatever it really materialized into. And I guess it's Eric Carlson right now.
1: Uh, Well, again, I I think that's, you know, that's one of those things where just trying to sort of figure out where he fits and what he fits and all that other stuff. Last one for you, Dan. If, and and, I know it's still early, but if there is a move that needs to be made, to give the uh, the Penguins a real opportunity, um, you know, to make a run or whatever you want to call it, what 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 do they need more than anything else?
2: I'm still looking at defensemen. I, I think their defense is is patchwork. In reality, they have one legitimate pairing, and that's Marcus Pedersen and Chris Letang. Uh, Graves and Carlson are a wild ride. I like John Ludwig. But, you know, he, he is what he is. He's a bit of a rough-and-tumble, gritty defenseman, but he, he's not going to do a lot beyond, you know, protect uh, his his zone, be a little bit rough on opponents, which there's a place for that. Otherwise, you know, you've got that very inconsistent or dangerous second pairing, and you've kind of got Chad Ruedel playing every night minutes, and, and we've seen Ruedel be very up and down this season so i i think if they can solidify that whether it's find a partner for eric carlson find an upgrade for the third pairing that's
1: where i would go well dan uh hopefully you, you had a, you're off and running to a good new year's uh, already um but happy new year to you and hopefully um we get to do this again soon happy new year to you too paul my right, brother